I love that for you. The podcast celebrating the late bloomers and trailblazers of all walks of life. I'm Kelly. And I'm Red. And Red, before we get into it, listeners, I'm talking to you. I want you to pause this podcast. I want you to hit the five star button. I want you to write a one sentence review. I want you to make us your story. I want you to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. But Kelly, I know, blah, blah, blah. Reviews are exhausting. To which I say, Red, shout out to this reviewer. I don't know if you saw this, Red, but most recently. I don't think I have. We got a review in from one Helen Marcus, 1979, who gave us five stars with the title, Yes, and the review. You ready for this? Quote, this is a podcast and it is good. See? (laughs) That is all it takes, listeners. It's seven seconds. Tis the season. This is your gift to us, and we're thankful for you. Hold on. I have to say thank you, Helen, for that lovely review. Um, We appreciate it so much. As brief as it was, we felt that in our hearts. We really did. Thank you so much. Thank you. Amazing. So much. That's all. So, everybody else, what is your deal? Also, Red, I don't know if you saw this, Spotify, they did their Spotify rap today. Oh, I don't think I you saw. saw. I just post this, but we have, we are the top podcast for six fans, top five for 15 fans, and top 10 for 21 fans. So, Aww. good start, but now I want that to tenfold next year, okay? And this is how you help us do that, all right? But thank you to those those listeners. We are very thankful for you. And we only wanted to grow and get bigger and better because we are working at all hours of the night and Red, back into it. (laughs) I haven't spoken to you. I wanted to save it for the pod. You are, where are you in your move to Canada? Are you there yet or are you a day away? I am on the eve. I am about, uh, I want to say eight hours away from the drive. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so where are you physically right now? Physically, I am. I just left my apartment. So now I am down in Westerly, Rhode Island. I am staying with some relatives. So I will be taking off at apparently 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am going to hopefully be just passed out the entire time because I'm not driving myself. And I have Caboose. Oh and Caboose is actually very curious all of a sudden. He was hiding under the bed. He did not enjoy the trip down here because it oh. takes about 90 minutes. And this is a very sport spoiled cat who is used to <laughs> less than 15 minute drives anywhere. I can um, imagine. So, is he just really frenetic and nervous? A bandit would be. Very. Like, yeah. yeah. He's just, he's not a car cat. I wish, oh. you know, you see those videos of like the cats who are like in boats and yeah. on the bikes and do all that stuff. No, no. Caboose is very much a, this is, I prefer home and I prefer you at home. And what are you doing? What are we doing? Wait, where are we going? And oh, <laughs> You have no idea what's in store. Oh, he has. No- I've tried to explain, but apparently. <laughs> Are you going into Canada through Buffalo? I think so, actually, because we were talking about how thankfully we didn't go today because it's snowing. So mm. already I have that to look forward to. Oh, um, <laughs> Do you have snow tires? I hope. Oh yeah, my. Oh, we're ready for that. Like the okay, whole good. drive up and everything. Oh, so my parents are going to be the one taking me up, and they are so excited. We already have a list of places that we haven't been to in so long that we are planning to hit up and oh yeah Uh, none of them are healthy all of them are like the nor should they junk food (laughs) you need junk food you need comfort food you need to you know find your places and it it should not be healthy it should be nourishing in the the best of ways and the uh trash your body and get comfortable 
Oh, we're so huge ready deal. for that. I mean, oh that is the God. time of year that we're in for right. total trashing of bodies and Absolutely. just eating all the good food. I was just thinking about how like, ooh, I <laughs> have not been looking my best lately. Oh, um, please. That's the well, last thing that you should be worried about <laughs> right now. And you always look well, good regardless. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that, but I'm not fishing for compliments. You saw me right before we hit record. Okay, and- but we both look like trash right now. Let's be real. We're recording this on your time. It's like 9 something p.m. And mm-hmm. it's six something here, and daylight savings makes it all midnight in my mind. Right. So. <laughs> and we're all just on the struggle bus, and we're all just very tired, very stressed. Oh, and it's finally happening, though. So at least for me, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And as my dad likes to say, let's hope it's not a train. I'm just really hopeful. <laughs> Sounds like something my dad would say. I love that so right? much. Wait, but it's like, how are you feeling? Like, it, it, we've been talking about it for so long and it's finally here. It's so surreal. Are you nervous? Are you excited? What are you feeling right now? Oh, all the emotions, of yeah. course. Um, oh my God. I'm, it hasn't really sunk in. Uh, when I was leaving my apartment with too much stuff in my car, that was when I definitely was starting to feel a little bit of the emotions like, oh my God, this is happening. We're not going back there. And, you know, I got distracted because then Caboose started yelling at me. But, you know, <laughs> but it's it's that thing of like, oh, okay, like that is the end of one chapter and now it's time to turn the page and see what's going to happen. And it's exciting. It's terrifying. It's everything. It's just... I mean, I've wanted to go back to Canada for a long time. And so it's finally like that, I don't know, dream goal or however you want to put it is finally coming true. But there's a lot that goes into it. And oh my God, Kelly. (laughs) Tell me. I got my sin. Red. It came how in the mail. many days? <laughs> Tell the people how many days that took. Oh, I will be writing about this, but yeah, 140 <laughs> days for something that is supposed to take. Technically, that was including weekends, so let's give them some credit, oh, even though okay. it's supposed to take five. Oh, it's supposed to take five. Five business days, but because of delays, it could be up to 20 days. 20 business days. So how did you do seven times that? What <laughs> happened? How? Yeah. I um, whatever. That is a question for the ages. Red, what a struggle. Yeah. I'm so it's... sorry, but I'm so excited you got it. <laughs> Just in the nick yeah. of time. Oh my Just God. in the nick of time. I'm so glad that we have that too, because like going to the border and everything without getting my dad arrested would be a really nice goal. I don't know if we've yeah. talked about that, but yeah. Yes, I, we uh... did. I'm supposed <laughs> to call him dad. <laughs> Yeah, um, my mom has already warned me not to say that at the border this time. Could you imagine? Um, <laughs> Don't cause um, any havoc at the borders. <laughs> I will not intentionally do that. Okay. Now, what happens is not up to me after that point. However, oh. what is up to me is asking you, how are you doing? Oh, I, you know, finally working some gigs. I got a couple gigs going now, so that's good. I'll be, I'll be working two gigs for a couple weeks and then down to one, but it's it's picking up, guys. I'm getting there better. And then this weekend, we have a marathon we're running in Sacramento. And then next oh, week- Oh, so you, you aren't feeling well. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? timing it's because I got my COVID shot too and I think it just like took me out I was so not expecting it to have the effect it did it was like really 
I thought I was done with this. But yeah, that's this weekend. Then the following weekend is Sean's 40th. So we're going to go to uh, Joshua Tree and celebrate. And then lots of things in between. And then finally, finally, our Bora Bora honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. That's right. At the it's end happening. Of the month, finally. He got his passport, guys. We're I was about going. to say, does he know we're where going. his passport is? Yes, I have it right in this drawer in front of me. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> So it's a busy month. We're traveling most of it. So getting these records in will be very crucial, Red. So (laughs) thank you for making the time. Thank you for being understanding too, because a quick peek behind the curtains, listeners. Um, (laughs) It's been very difficult between the time zones, our schedules, my crazy moving stuff happening um we've had to reschedule multiple times yes <laughs> uh and we are doing all of this for all of you so please remember to rate review and subscribe as Thank we mentioned you. earlier <laughs> all i ever asked i know you're listening so you know yeah you just like talk just to us <laughs> talk to us don't be shy but today red i'm gonna try and explain what we're doing this month so yes because i honor- also didn't quite understand so if I'll, i misunderstood the assignment i'm, I'm gonna try <laughs> It's it's gonna be chaotic, but would you expect anything less from us? Um, so of course not. In honor of Red, in honor of you and your move to your next big adventure this month. This month we are going to do colorful duo December. Now I know what the hell does that mean. So <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to take the two main colors of each of the three major holidays this month because there's a Tuesday tea, so that will be one of the other weeks. But we're going to take those two colors of the three major holidays and use that as a jumping off point as a loose way to tie our two shorter profiles on late bloomers and trailblazers together now how we interpret those colors is completely up to us so obviously you know what that means i mean let the chaos begin so to start it off in honor of the upcoming start to hanukkah in two days red happy hanukkah to those who celebrate we're kicking things off with our hanukkah colors blue and white i have white Red here has blue, and Mm -hmm. I will get us started. To me, when I think of white, I think of snow, and snow Mm. I associate with buffalo, my hometown, and buffalo I associate with my family, and for my family today, I'm finally going to do something that I've been threatening I was going to do (gasps) for a while now. Yes, Red, I'm finally going to highlight my 105-year-old grandma, Ruth Lansing. Oh, I'm so excited. We mentioned her on the pod last week, actually, so why not do it? Uh, She, as a refresher to those who are just listening for the first time, she was called out by the Apple CEO, Tim Cook, in 2018 at her 100th birthday. He called her out in a speech, and we'll link to it in the show notes. And she was also the number one trending topic on Reddit for the day. It was in, like, November or December 2018, thanks to a thread my brother started. So she's just a legend. Warning, though, because this isn't a normal profile. It's going to get real because she lived through history in Nazi Germany. So, I mean, 105, we should all be so lucky. My grandma is just a legend. We call her Nana. And so here is what I dug up on her. So she was born in Cologne, Germany to Sigmund Enrica Oberlander. So Ruth Oberlander. 
Lansing, was born on November 13th, 1918. Read two days after the signing of the armistice ending World War One. Oh my Isn't God. is that crazy? Was she around before sliced bread? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, she, she has lived now through two pandemics, may I add. But also she was born 1918, you said? Yes. 1918. So she was born a decade before there was sliced bread. Oh my god. And she was basically there for World War One and a pandemic. So already my jaw's on the floor. Which pandemic? <laughs> the Spanish flu. There was the great flu right. of 1918. So so she's just looking at everything going on right now going, been there. Been there, done, done that, that bitches. <laughs> Try and get me. I dare you. No. So <laughs> already. So we're fast forwarding. Age 16, things get real. She was forced by the Nazis to leave school and at age 18 she spent six months in Denmark on a farm acquiring skills in preparation to immigrate to Israel however now we're gonna go into a little sidebar here she lived through something called Kristallnacht in 1938 (gasps) yes she lived through Kristallnacht she oh god and she has I didn't realize she had this she has she wrote down her whole she has a whole written statement here of what she lived through that night. So here's what she wrote. November 9th and 10th, 1938, 85 years ago, just four days before my 20th birthday, the destruction of synagogues, Jewish homes, and businesses in Germany came to be known as Kristallnacht, the night of broken glass. The assassination yeah. in Paris of a German diplomat by a 17-year-old German-born Polish Jew provided the pretext for these attacks on Jews by the Nazis and citizens. Kristallnacht was a turning point for Jews in Germany. Hitler finally had the excuse he had been waiting for to launch a campaign of terror against the Jews. Before I tell you about my experience in Kristallnacht, I'd like to tell you the events that led up to it. There were a great many Polish Jews living in Germany in 1938. According to my recollection, they, nor their children, who had been born in Germany, were allowed to become German citizens. They were simply considered to be of Polish nationality or stateless. However, one night, without warning, all the Polish Jews were rounded up and shipped to Poland. When they arrived at the border, they were denied entrance into Poland. There they were, in November, cold and hungry, without food or shelter, in no man's land. Somehow, one of the women got out a letter to her brother, who was studying in Paris, telling him of their plight. When he read the letter, he went berserk, got a gun, and went to the German embassy with the intention of killing the consul. Instead, the first man he met was an attaché whom he shot at point-blank range. When the man died two days later, Hitler finally had the excuse he had been waiting for to launch a campaign of terror against the Jews. At the time, I was staying with a family in Dusseldorf, Germany, an hour away from my parents. The first indication of the impending horror was a howling mob which gathered in front of the house where I was staying. This was followed by the sound of breaking glass and the sickening crash of a door being kicked in. Four or five men stomped into the room. They were not wearing Nazi uniforms. Most likely they had been ordered to leave their uniforms at home so as to look like ordinary citizens, venting their just wrath against the Jews for the crime in Paris. They proceeded to throw everything they could lay their hands on out the windows. Furniture, crystal, china, silver, clothes, even a piano. Everything was hurled through the shattered windows, very much to the approval of the cheering mob in the street below. No sooner had they left when two armed stormtroopers appeared and arrested my host. The way they barked orders, they seemed like a two-man firing squad. I held my breath. I thought they were going to execute him 
right then and there. Instead, he was dragged off to a concentration camp along with 30,000 other Jewish men and teenage boys that day, including my sister's husband and his brother. I don't know what possessed me, but I went down into the street to see if anything could be salvaged, only to be driven back by the jeering mob screaming obscenities at me. I remember a young girl threw a scarf at me and suggested I hang myself with it. <gasps> yeah. Jesus. Strangely enough, I saw no looting. After all, these were well-disciplined Germans obeying orders. Either that, or by the time these things reached the street from the second floor from which they had been hurled, there was nothing left worth picking up. I found out later that they were not so reluctant about looting Jewish-owned stores, which was much more lucrative. The newspaper reported that these good Germans were collecting items to donate to the poor. Yeah, right. Then adding insult to injury, the Jews were forced to pay for all the broken glass and damage done during these two nights of terror. My Are only you kidding me? Yeah, I know. It's, it just gets worse. Everything gets worse. My only thought now was to get home to my parents who lived an hour away. I grabbed my passport and stuffed it inside my bra in case my purse was searched. I didn't know what they would do if they found out I was Jewish. I thought we would have to flee the country immediately. In my panic, having completely forgotten that there was no place to flee to, virtually all countries had closed their borders to the Jews by then. In 1938 through 39, the U.S., German, slash Austrian, and Czech quotas were completely filled. Having a sponsor was no good until your quota number came up. Mine took 10 years to come up, even though I applied Are for you my kidding me? quota number just two weeks after my sister did, and she came to the U.S. 10 years before I did. That's crazy what on the way to the railroad station i saw flames and realized that the beautiful old synagogue had been set on fire in the distance i heard the jeering and laughter of the crowd as they found ever new victims very much to my relief i found my parents unharmed and nothing had been disturbed perhaps this is because not long before we had been forced out of the large house my grandfather had built in 1870 he had then moved into a tiny apartment in a neighboring city where we were not known however our jewish landlords apartment had been ransacked and his valuable paintings slashed to ribbons. After having lived through unspeakable horrors and degradations, most of the Jewish men who had been rounded up during Kristallnacht were eventually released from the concentration camps, except for those whose ashes were sent to their families. My sister and her husband were fortunate to leave for the U.S. shortly thereafter. His brother tried to flee to Switzerland, where he had family, and was never heard from again. A few months later, I was fortunate to escape to England, where I survived as a maid and later as a waitress. For my parents, it was too late. They were trapped in Germany and perished in Auschwitz, as did my older sister. She had foreseen the impending horror and had fled to Holland shortly after Hitler came to power in 1933, where she thought she would be safe, and she was until the Nazis overran Holland. In accordance with the U.S. quota system established in 1924, the U.S. issued visas to 27,000-plus refugees from Germany in 1939. But because of the war and of new immigration restrictions, because the U.S government feared refugees might be Nazi spies, the number was reduced by 93% to just 1966 in 1942. Just think of how many Jews could have been saved if the U.S. had been more open to admitting refugees. For those of us mm. who thought that we could wait out the Hitler era, Kristallnacht was a wake-up call. It warned those who could to get out of Germany. Unfortunately for most, it was too late. None of us could have foreseen the final solution. 
So that, yeah, it's oof, I, not a fun way to, to start this, I know, but it's the but important to remember. Very important. And she lived through it. She's living through history and lived through, she lost almost all of her family in the Holocaust and she lived through the start to it. But now we're going back to happier times came ahead though. So fortunately, Ruth was admitted to England in 1939 where she survived the bombing of London for the six Holy years shit. of the war, working first as a maid and then as a waitress. Again, her parents unfortunately perished in Auschwitz. But after the war, Mrs. Lansing's goal was to join her sister Lucy in the US but again the quota number came up so late so she had to kill time so she actually she returned to Germany with the US Army as a translator at the Nuremberg trials read damn yeah isn't that crazy the Nuremberg trials for those who don't know it was held by the allies against representatives of the defeated Nazi Germany for plotting and carrying out invasions of other countries and atrocities mm-hmm. against their citizens in World War One. so this happened November 20th, 1945 to October 1st, 1946. And through this, she sort of finally felt like Ruth finally felt like she got justice in seeing those get convicted. And she had her part in it as a translator. So right. living through history again as a translator at these you know, historic trials. So again, so it took her 10 years for her quota number to came up, finally did. And so while stopping in Buffalo to visit her sister, Lucy, she was on her way to the West Coast, actually. She ended up meeting her future husband, the late, my my grandpa, the late Eric Lansing. So thank God she visited Buffalo and they were married in 1949 and they lived the 65 years of their marriage in Buffalo, New York. And they raised two kids, my dad, Tom, and my aunt Diane and she worked 20 years as a real estate agent and in 1955 along with my grandpa Eric she was among the founding members of Temple Beth Am which is what I went to read growing up I'm a cashew so that's the temple I went to it's now called Congregation Sheer Shalom and fun fact about her and my grandpa they love traveling they visited 53 countries on six continents over their time together I know okay amazing and for many years she volunteered for Meals on Wheels Kenmore Mercy Millard Fillmore Suburban Temple Betham Sisterhood the SPCA taking puppies to nursing homes she was Aww. an avid tennis player until age 91 she enjoyed playing bridge and swimming well past her 100th birthday she's now 105 so yeah but she's still kicking and she is an inspiration who's lived through it all and Tim Cook shouted her out in a speech like I said, ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, gave him a award, the Courage Against Hate Award, to Tim Cook, 2018. And Tim Cook had heard Ruth being interviewed on the BBC, I guess, and used her as an example of despite all odds and seeing it all and and, and hate, um, you know, persevering and giving back is, you know, what, what we really should be doing in this life. And what an inspiration. I just, I I love her so much, and thank you for letting me highlight her, Red. Um, oh, of course. I'm so glad we finally got to. I know, and just she's lived through it all, the Holocaust, the, you know, bombings in London, Kristallnacht. It's just... What a what a what a lesson in perseverance and we can only be so lucky. Like she and some people, you know, when their partner dies, they you know, they they typically pass pretty quickly, but 
she's almost now 10 years past, you know, my grandpa. So she mm. has a strong will and surrounds herself with good friends and, and was exercising up until her hundredth birthday and, um, and keeping sharp mentally. So I really hope that that's in my genes, Red. I can only, <laughs> like, I, I, 105, like, damn. Well, as someone who's about to go run a marathon, I think you inherited a little bit from I that, hope so. so. I really do, because... Damn, I just hope I have my mind, though. Like, if my mind's gone, and sure, sure mine's pretty sharp, uh, I gotta say, but if I lose my mind red, like, kill me. <laughs> I can't. Girl, I, I think can't. we're both already lost our minds. I know, so I we're done, that's red. that's a fair I agreement. I know, we're already <laughs> fucked. Yeah. But that was my oh. highlight, and I feel like it was appropriate to start off Hanukkah to uh, yeah. highlight her. And love you, Nana, if you're listening. We love you, Nana. Yay! <laughs> Mine is a completely different direction. Oh, um, good! For sure. <laughs> that's great that's how we like this this is what's also funny you did like someone who clearly um has quite the history um i did someone more modern oh look at you yeah are you and me i don't <laughs> apparently wow. um and the other thing is i don't know if i'm hoping you don't know who this person is so that when we get to the tie-in uh, it'll be a nice little surprise for you. Oh, okay. So you're going to show your tie-in after while you're doing mm-hmm. it. Got well, it. Well, okay. it'll happen during it. It'll be a slow reveal. It'll oh, all I like make that. Sense. Okay. <laughs> Love it. I'm ready. So this person is not related to me, uh, especially <laughs> because this person is uh, Australian. So uh, shout out to our Australian friends. Yay. And of course, Hello, Lee. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> hey, Lee. <laughs> but I'm going to focus on Joe Brum today. Do you know who that is? No. <gasps> Good. No idea. Because okay. <laughs> you will. Oh. Uh, but uh, he was actually born in either. So there's a lot of information about him that is not as public. It's harder to find out like all the details. So I had to do some deep diving anyways. Um, and it's probably because he's become a while he was successful in his career he's definitely become much more successful due to his own work uh that he was doing but we'll get to that um so he was born in either 1978 or 1979 um and he was the second child of three now his dad was uh part of the queensland department of agriculture and fisheries while his mom was a librarian right so So, right it sounds very like lovely um and he was raised in queensland and eventually moved to brisbane and they would eventually adopt several dogs and this is important to note because it's actually going to tie in later um and eventually basically he had an interest in animation so he attended griffith university where he studied animation and then he actually relocated to london where he basically started to work on children's shows which he admitted he didn't really intend to do because he thought that sometimes the restrictions that come around children's shows especially at that time weren't really something he was interested in however he ended up working on some pretty big shows such as the tinga Tales, Charlie and Lola, but most notably the iconic 
Peppa Pig. Oh my god, I'm glad I just saw this when I was doing right? yoga. It was like the little Roku or whatever. They have like ads yep. on the side of the screen. And I I was watching it the other day for some reason for some like writing assignment. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. actually really good. <laughs> right. Well, that was the thing. So, so he actually would, after 10 years of living in the UK, he would come back to Queensland. And not only would he start his own studio... Uh, he came back in 2009, so some people say he started his studio in 2009. Some say it took a couple of years in 2011, uh, but it's called Studio Joho. <laughs> and not only did he start the studio, but he actually would also start his own family where he married a fellow TV professional named Susie, and they would go on to have two little girls together. So... While the studio would do projects for like College Humor and there was like the Dan the Man web series on YouTube, he actually, he wanted to create the Australian Peppa Pig, but he also really wanted to incorporate his original inspiration with cartoons, which was The Simpsons. Basically, he wanted it to be a show where both kids and parents could watch together and the parents don't feel like, you know, they're going to tear their hair out because it's so boring or (laughs) because it's so simple. And he drew inspiration from his own upbringing and lessons from his parenting that he would, you know, do with his own children. And he wanted to kind of bring that to the show. But in 2018, when it came to the titular character, while initially his idea was to include the last dog he owned as a teenager, he drew a secondary character after one of his other dogs and realized that should be the star of the show. Oh. And that dog was a blue healer named Bluey. Yes! Oh my god, Red! Brilliant tie-in! Whoa! Damn! I didn't even like put that together. Yes, of course, Bluey. Of course. Cubs together! So, for those who don't know... This show is basically follows Bluey. Uh, she lives in a big house in the suburban Brisbane area with her four-year-old sister, Bingo, her mother, Chili, and her father, Bandit. Bandit! So, Shout right? Out Bandit. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Bandit, of Shout course. Shout out Bandit, of course. The show tackles all kinds of life lessons from the everyday of a child of, you know, learning to ride a bike or losing a tooth, but they also go into like heavier topics like worrying about how to care for an elderly parent or infertility or there's like so many different topics that adults can also watch as well and draw inspiration from and it really has been hailed as like this new way of not new way but just really highlighting different ways that parents can like learn to parent and right. also one of the episodes shows that there's many different ways to parent and that's okay and there's just so many nice like it's like a definitely feel good show but the humor in it as well has been highlighted for being something that's entertaining for both kids and adults it's, i was surprised at how sophisticated it was like right I was genuinely laughing i was like oh, shit this writing is really good <laughs> the writing is so good it's on the so show good genuinely good talking about family it really is not only a family show but it's a family affair susie voices some of the secondary characters Joe's younger brother voices Bluey's Uncle Stripe, and Bandit's job as an archaeologist actually came directly from Joe's 
older brother's career. So Joe's older brother is an archaeologist. So then when they were thinking about it, he was like, oh, of course a dog is going to go dig up bones. Oh my God, like, yes. <laughs> like that makes perfect sense. It's too so perfect. yeah. Oh. But also, by the way, Joe's younger brother also works for the same studio. He does sound design. Yeah. So like literally all these different tie-ins and things like that. And in Australia, obviously it became a wildly successful show. It's considered like number one in TV programming for like children, but also just like overall, it's a very, like it's a household name. And then once Disney began distributing it, the success of the show only grew. It's gone on to win a International Emmy Kids Award in 2019. It won a BAFTA last year. Oh my God. Which I was like, what? That's crazy. Um, There's Kids Screen Awards in 2021 and 2022. And there's just like so many different accolades. But what I loved about this was there are so many different things that it teaches kids, but also adults about how, you know, you can, it's okay to be creative. It's okay to be different and like celebrating those things while also having like the family moments and the, the moments that make us laugh, the moments that make us cry. Like the show literally will make people cry. Oh yeah, uh, there's, absolutely. It's kidding? so well written. And I mean, it's just one of those things where I think what he intended to do was highlight his own family in a way, because again, Bluey is a girl and her little sister and meanwhile he's raising two little girls so there's also like these beautiful tie-ins to his own family and just letting people know like how it's okay like all these different ways like creativity should be celebrated and there's so much great like heartfelt moments and humor in it while being honest and real oh my god i think i remember there's this one moment where the dad just comes into the room and he's in the way of the tv and they're like oh you're in the way and he's like oh i'm in the way am i in the way am i in the way what did i come in here for hmm. and they're like get out of the way and then he like moves to the side he goes why did i come in here oh yeah and he turns off the tv and goes we're going outside and he's like ah! <laughs> so which i'm great. like that's such a dad moment and so, it's just like yeah. and that doesn't really do anything for the plot but again these little moments of, that just highlight like family life i think is so great uh. and I mean, especially as we're going into the holiday season. And I mean, we're talking about your grandma. We're talking about families. There's just so many different ways to celebrate that. And yeah, put out a Bluey episode, guys, because oh, yeah. yeah, we're going to feel. Absolutely. No, for real. Now I'm like inspired. And maybe, well, maybe I'll watch that tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah. And keep in mind, too, he worked as an animator for 10 years and then started his animation studio. And then it took another like 10 years for this to happen. So oh, for bloomer. people who... Right. Well, but not really. Like, but like, it's just like you're an overnight success in, in like 20 years. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Like people seem to think like, oh, if you if you're good at this, it'll happen immediately. No, he worked on all these other shows and he was very successful. So it's not to say that you're not good enough because it doesn't happen right away. Sometimes it just takes time yeah. and that's okay. Oh. And so using that time to learn and to improve and to do all those things, I think that's going to be something we can all keep in mind as we also suffer through more of this daylight savings and the darkness. <laughs> and oh, red. So remember, like I said, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Hopefully it's not Hope a it's not a train. <laughs> Yes. Red. I love how different we went with it. It's so fun. I know. That's I was brilliant. Like, so as soon as you started talking about your Nana, I was like, this is so powerful and amazing. And 
I'm going to talk about animated dogs. No, like- that's good. We need it. We can't have two crystal knock Holocaust people. Too depressing. Well, I mean, we did. We talked about Dr. Ruth. Oh, my God. Remember, right. she her, she right. lost her dad during oh, that. Oh, God. That's right. Which is wild to think that oh. they were both there. Oh and your grandma was older. That's- yeah, I know. <laughs> She's. I mean, she might be a soon the world record holder. We don't, we'll see. I don't know what the record is. Oh, I'm like, rooting for her. You know I is am. Is it like 119 or something? I don't know. She's at 105 and kicking. So. so now, Red, it is time for a new segment we're calling Do We Love This or That? Ooh, so okay. So I will give us two things. Things. And also, side note, check out our Instagram on Fridays. We just want to keep it fresh on the pod for you, but we're doing some, yeah, join in. some pop culture things on Friday. So join in on the fun on Fridays. But so now we're going to give you, I'm going to give you two things, this or that, and you're going to give me the ruling on whether you love this or that and why. Okay. First up, would you want to win the lottery or would you want to find your soulmate? To be honest, I think I'd rather find the soulmate. Um Ooh. Because, first of all, uh, you never said how much the lottery was. Yeah, it's like $5. True. Yeah, $5. Yeah. <laughs> good, right. good point, like, Red. Good point. <laughs> and then second of all, I mean, that is like winning the lottery when you find the person. And like, you know, you can build... I'm going to build my own empire. I don't need the lottery. I mean, uh, I would love the lottery. Uh, hold Red. on. I'm putting that out there. I would still like the lottery. Do not I, get me wrong. Right. But... Um, I also, you know, that's not something you could count on. So, but what I would like is to find the person who's going to push me to do my best. And I also push him. Uh, no offense, obviously. Uh, I... (laughs) I'm straight, so uh, yeah. I would like to like because I think you can also find soulmates in friends and other people like that, uh, coworkers, obviously because we found each other. But right. um, of course, this is a romantic one, so yes. yeah, I think I would prefer that because also uh, I'm moving right now. I'm leaving the country. I, I've made it very hard for him to find me. So at this point, uh, I gotta <laughs> cut the guy a break. <laughs> It's true. You're going to find your Canadian hockey player. We already said this. So yes, yes, yes. But it's going to come. So yeah, the lottery, you'll get your own empire. But I like that. Find your soulmate. But it'll happen when you least expect it. <laughs> Which I know you love when I say. I know. I know. But yeah. Okay, good start. Because I can't participate in that one. Because I, <laughs> I mean, what would Sean say? I'd rather win the lottery. <laughs> well, you guys already did find each other. I know, so, so I can't really like... participate. Yeah, right. But this next one I could, and I think it's in honor of your move. Are you this a city girl, or are you more into countryside, or I guess to like visit um, city or countryside? You could interpret oh, that. Oh, to however. visit or to live? I guess. Give me both. Give me both breakdowns. Okay, I actually would like to live more. Like, I, I want to have space. I want to have land. I want to have... Oh, I have this crazy idea of, like, I want to have, like, kind of a creative retreat kind of house where people can come and <sighs> hang out and just be creative oh together um, Wait, away from overstimulation. Yes, let's do it. Oh, my it. God. And can we just have, like, a dog farm, too, added to it? Oh, <laughs> of course there's going to be animals there. Yes. I'm going to be fostering all kinds of animals. I'm going to oh! have my chickens, you know. Yes! Um, but to this. visit... Of course I love the city because yeah. there's so many right. things to do and you quickly get like unless you're living there and, and like because what I would prefer is to live in the country but have access to a city right. so that I could go in and visit 
have all the crazy fun and then like retreat and be like, okay, now I have yeah. my space. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> what about yeah, you? I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I want to live in the countryside and yeah, I want to visit a city, but then get back to my countryside. <laughs> right, <laughs> you exactly. know? Yeah, I think that's probably that's what I feel a lot like of Bandit think. would love that. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I could see that for us. I mean, we, we kind of are, we're not really countryside, I guess. We're suburban. We're pretty close to I the was city. about to say. <laughs> so never mind. But yeah, I could just, I just want to live in like an English countryside, Red. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> With a I lot of dogs. You. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you more of, and this will be twofold because it's easy. Are you more of a picture person or a video person? And are you more of a texter or caller? Ooh, actually the first one's tough because like, I think I'm more video because even when oh. like, uh, as far as like. Well, are we talking like communication or are we talking like just in general? I guess I'm just thinking of like when I'm on my phone documenting things, am I taking more pictures or videos? Oh, okay. Well, I'm taking more pictures, but I was thinking like, oh, what am I sending people? And I'm typically sending more of memes or GIFs. So, videos. yeah, so it's more of that, especially gifts, because you know I'm a gift heavy yes, person. Yes, you are. You're the gift um, queen. <laughs> yes, 100%. Some videos. Count. Yeah, but then I would say I'm definitely more a texter than yeah. a caller, which is so funny because I used to be the complete opposite. I thought oh, really? texting was the worst. But now I text, but I also text very lengthy texts where I'm like telling a story in it, which is terrible, but I can't. Purple help tunnel, myself. here we come. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I stretch before every conversation. <laughs> I'm the same well. Like I'm much of a, I'm much more of a texter even though I feel like millennials in general are, right? And Gen Z especially. Like I feel like that's just kind of what we do. We don't want to I feel like <laughs> Well, I feel like phone calls have gone the way of the doorbell where back in the day you used to be like all excited when someone either called you or rang the doorbell. Yeah. And now when someone does you're like It's Sebastian Mescalco. That it's it's that joke where yes have you seen that bit okay yeah oh we've got company we've got company (laughs) (laughs) hi hi everybody hi get the gun (laughs) yeah i'm the same um i'm i think well here's the thing if we're talking pictures and videos i mean we didn't even have a videographer on our wedding so what does that say uh i guess i don't like oh i didn't realize that yeah we just did pictures I think it's just cool to have that moment frozen in time and then I hate analyzing myself. I like to be behind the camera, but I do send more videos. So I guess videos to that. And then obviously texting for sure. Yeah. We get carpal tunnel from. (laughs) We'll do a couple more. Are you this? Are you a planner or do you like winging it? Surprisingly, I am more of a planner. Um, I would not have guessed that. But I guess with this move, you would have had to. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like because you're just like a, you just live such an interesting life that you're just going with the wind. But I guess it takes a lot of planning to do when I think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. seems always like I'm very, well, there's also a difference between the daily spontaneity and then like the long term spontaneity. Like right. I'm not someone who's just like, oh, well, I'm moving to Canada. No, this has been in the works for quite some time now. Uh, yeah, I want to say like almost a year. That's, yeah, I feel like we've been talking, well, we've definitely been talking about it as long as this pod has been around, so it's crazy that it's finally here. Ah! But yeah, that's right. planning. 
that's definitely planning. <laughs> oh yeah, and then like you know, but I am someone who's like, well, this might as well happen, and just kind of going with things. Right. But I I like to actually have a plan for things, and I think also you've realized I am a bit more of a planner now that we've worked on this podcast. Like, <laughs> yes. I am definitely a more of a winging it, as we all know. <laughs> for <Yes>. sure. <laughs> I love to wing it in terms of everything. Like in terms of vacation for Bora Bora, we have no plans. We're just gonna show up and figure it out. <sighs> in terms of this podcast, I'm winging it every time so well no but you do I, have a plan to have i'm researching and writing things out i don't completely wing it but i just oh no no <laughs> i was just saying you have a plan to at least have your passports yeah yes we have a plan <laughs> to have a passport and get to bora bora this time <laughs> so yes i'm definitely more that's all you it. need yeah <laughs> are you more of a reality show or documentary girl Ooh, i am more well <laughs> I'm more of a true crime documentary girl. Yeah, I guess like, that's kind of one and the same, huh? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, it's more of that um, than I am, let's be real, reality TV is so scripted. But <laughs> I know, it, it really is, yeah. But, okay. yeah, what about you? Uh, I think I'm more, it's like, I always put it in these terms of cotton candy versus vegetables. Like, the mm. reality shows are your cotton candy. It's like, okay, that was good, but now what? And the documentaries are like most of them hopefully are like the nourishing vegetables so i like to think i'm a documentary girl but probably most of the time i will be watching the trash <laughs> if i'm being honest well, <laughs> yeah but let's be clear too i'm not watching like the david attenborough like <laughs> oh here's this educational thing i'm watching the stuff of like and i like this watching an affair yeah like right. the affairs oh. the cults the true crime i love a good cult documentary exactly. Stevie, shout out to you if you're listening we love our cult <laughs> documentaries <laughs> I would join um, her cult. <laughs> yeah, she'll start one. I bet you. Mark my words. It'll be a good one, though. It won't be a bad one. <laughs> well, I'll be in Stevie's cult one day. And then last question. Would you rather be a massive success on accident or a modest success on purpose? Hmm. I'm going with modest success on purpose because I think I would panic if like I got famous for like let's say like somebody took a photo of me and it's a meme and I like had no say in the photo or anything like that and now everybody knows me and I have no control of the conversation or anything like that and then on top of that if I were to get modest or like you know medium success something like that and I intended on it then not only do I feel like okay I put the work in and I'm seeing success from it but I'm not famous enough that I can't go to the grocery store or I can't go and do like something without getting mobbed by people or like oh my god are you this person it'll be like more of that medium success which that's exactly what I would want and I think that's what you're gonna get except I'm gonna venture to say Red in your new venture you're gonna be a massive success on purpose that's why I ended on it because I just know you're gonna thrive and kill it up there and you're gonna be like the number one makeup artist in like five years just mark my words you're gonna be a huge success I am so excited for you Red I mean I'm hoping for intentional success and also you know just I would love to be able to come back and forth and do work in both places and yeah just uh if i have like tragically hip level of fame uh in canada i would i would die that would be amazing you're gonna get it i know it well 
And then if I'm just not like a, like a name in the U.S., I'd be like, great. That's amazing. <laughs> Even better, right? I feel like Canada is much more civilized anyway. So do it up there. What would you? But what about you? What would oh, you, what would you a lot pick? of success. Yeah, on okay. purpose. I think that's what I'm intending to do with everything. Like you know, this podcast, my writing, the Substack. I just want to have a modest success on purpose, and maybe one day that'll translate to massive success. But if not, who cares? I'm happy. That's all that matters. Hopefully, you know. I just want to well, just make. I believe in you. That's for sure. Thank you. You know what I think is going to happen? I think between the two of us with me doing the makeup and you doing the writing and all your other creative projects, all of a sudden our podcast is going to pick up and all of a sudden we're going to have this great success. Exactly. (laughs) Domination. We're gonna we're coming for you, caller daddy. Just you wait and see, Alex <laughs> Cooper. You heard it here first. No. <laughs> There's room for oh God, all please. of us. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, please don't throw down with the other no. podcast hosts. I want to meet them and be friends. I know, me too. <laughs> anyway, so that was our first roundup of that game, Red. Do we like it? Should we keep it going? I like it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun. I thought it was something different. And you guys can play at home and we'll keep it going if you guys like. And please talk to yeah. us. Rate, review, subscribe. And- also send us your own versions of this or that what would you like us to do please do we would love that make them weird i just was going easy for this first one but it could get weird red you'll never know maybe next time yeah make it weird people let's go i might make it weird we'll do a weird edition (laughs) oh god (laughs) we did it this is our first one i think it went well yeah good job team air high five air high five (laughs) and we'll see you next time bye guys we love you Thank you for joining us on I Love That For You. Our theme song is by Vaudeville and used with permission. Our cover art is by Jenny Lamb, edited to the best of our abilities by Kelly and Red. If you want us to spotlight someone, have questions, or just want to say hi, email us at ilovethatforyoupod at gmail.com or join us on Instagram at ilovethatforyoupod to join the love fest and see what else we get up to. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically wherever else you listen. We appreciate all your love, and if you want to help support the show, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. This helps us spread the love and reach more people. Thanks for listening. We love you.